the city of angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 248 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. We're calling this one Back to Reality. Why? Because we're right back in the league play again. We've had, what, three? We're going to have three games in eight days, if I'm counting it correctly. So we're a very busy, busy time. Add in the draft or the uh, trade deadline uh, that was kicking off tonight, I guess. That's ending. Uh, rumors all over the place. A hat box that just got tossed. It's, again, LAFC madness. We're the talk of the town, and it shows once again. So to have this happen proper, of course, we got to have our full crew together. You see Bam and Araceli on here. Tony will join us a little bit later uh, to get into, into the weeds of the actual game coming up. And, uh, yeah, man, we got it all covered for you tonight. That is for certain. Welcome back, Bam and Araceli. Bam, how you doing? Doing all right. A bit tired. Had an early morning wake up to watch some of the Call of Duty League and also watch some uh, Europa League playoff, uh, Europa Conference um, third round playoff games this morning. My European team had a nice 1 0 win at home. So hopefully we can continue that run of form and get into some European football. And, and who would that be? Uh, that would be the Dundee United, the only team that has. Played Barcelona four times and beaten Barcelona four times. <laughs> but struggles against Christian Ramirez. Just going to throw that out. Yeah. There. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yes. Good stuff. But hey, you know, Conference League, I mean, really having the different levels now for the European competition is a good thing. More teams get to play, oh. earn the money, break even or make a profit, right? For the smaller sides. Um, and it's a gateway to move up. You know, it's it's good. Exactly, and it's a gateway to get more players too that want to play the European. So it's like, okay, we'll bring you over. You're a young kid. We could qualify for European football. Come play for us for a little bit less and then have some more exposure. Exactly. No, it's good stuff. Really good stuff. Uh, It's fun to watch. The games tend to be, I think, a little more open than you'd expect. So, yeah, I dig it. I dig it. That's for sure. I know Bundesliga is back. I know there's a big game on Saturday uh, on ABC over here. So national national coverage. So the team that shall not be named is in that game. I'm just going to say they're cool people and all, but, you know, it ain't my team. Uh, yeah. So that's going on. Of course, Araceli is in the mix. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing good. Just still recovering from last night, to be honest. It was a it was a late match, at least for me, but an exciting one. And just an overall real busy week. <laughs> uh, I, and I know, and there's some things that is going to be revealing a little bit later about how busy her week's going to become that much more. So we're not done yet. Team's not done yet. Araceli, she's getting even busier. Um, and so she'll get you the details as we move along today. Uh, before we get into like previews and all that, we want to talk about League Cup. We're just going to throw it right into there. Uh, the amazing, amazing night that we all had, uh, whether you're watching it on TV, whether you were at the game, uh, the spectacle that it was. Uh, it was pretty amazing to see it, to be there, to be a part of it, uh, to see the 3252 hold their own, uh, you know, or what, five years in, in terms of seasons. Uh, and the teams were playing are over 100 years old, and their supporters are probably around 50. And, uh, 
we held our own uh, and in many cases outdid them. That's impressive. That's insane. Uh, and uh, throwing in the pyro, you know, was 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 proper. I got to say that was a lot of fun. I know people are like, ah, danger. you know what? It's the culture. Um, it's it's and it is like they say, if you're not a part of it, you might not understand. It's just, you know, when you're playing those teams who have a long history of it. Yeah. You know what? You got to defend your home, right? You got <laughs> it's our town. It's all it's what we do. So uh, once again, the little engine that could, we just keep pushing forward. So it was beautiful to see. It's beautiful to see everybody singing, going crazy, giving their all our game. You can see my my voice is shot. You're going to hear Tony later. His voice is really bad off. He was pretty much capo the entire entire match. Him and Julio holding it down with many others, with many others. Uh, but those two oof, putting in the extra work. And uh, Tony will tell you guys a little bit about that when he gets back on. But it was pretty insane. Uh, apparently, the crowd was bigger than the Super Bowl for this, which I thought that was a pretty cool thing to see as well. Uh, right? Bigger than the Super Bowl? What? So that was that was cool uh, in terms of the fears that everybody had minor incidents. But otherwise, all the LAFC fans I know that took the bus, they went to the game, they all made it home. Everybody's OK. Everybody's got a good story to talk about. Uh, so guess what? I think we could call that a success. Uh, yeah, I know going into it, the four teams that were playing like, is it going to happen? Well, it did. Uh, it was a successful game. The field was beautiful for one that was only built for two days, right? Uh, the stadium handled it well. It looked good. The optics were amazing. Uh, I hope we have more games there. I really do. I could see a Gold Cup final being played there. I could see definitely some huge exhibition matches coming down the line. And, of course, we know the World Cup is heading there. We know the Olympics are heading there. Yeah, definitely all good things. Really happy to see. Uh, Bam, your perception going into that and what you saw, uh, impressions? Going to that, I was obviously a bit nervy. Obviously, four, four teams, one stadium, one day. Obviously, might be some trouble and all that. Hearing a little bit of trouble here and there, but nothing too major, which is good news. Um, looking forward to the World Cup. It was a good way to see how it would hang up. Unfortunately, it wasn't shown legally here in Australia, so I had to get them my legal streams and watch it that way, which come after me, do what you want. If you're not going to show it legally, I'm going to watch it illegally. I don't care. <laughs> um, but with all that, it was really good to see the atmosphere and all that kind of stuff. And were you talking about obviously trying to get some more games there and all that kind of stuff? Got a question for you both and even everyone in the chat here. Would, mm -hmm. you, would you happily see a US Open Cup match against Carson there as a neutral venue? I would say with the amount of LAFC fans that I saw, and I can tell you there were thousands, uh, and and to be honest, a lot of guys wearing Chivas jerseys and America jerseys, their second team was LAFC. It was very obvious. Uh, it, yeah, it uh, it would be home for us. It would be a home game. Yeah. Uh, I Not guarantee like, you it would be a home game. I would have taken MLS game there or a MLS playoff game there, but I would yeah. take a... U.S. Open Cup match there. Yeah, I mean, I would do that. I think it would expose things as to who's the draw, who's not the draw. It kind of exposed it last night. Uh, you looked around. You didn't see a whole lot of white jerseys floating around. There were some kind of in and around, and we heard them a little bit. But 
black jerseys everywhere, yellow jerseys everywhere. And the biggest, the biggest group, give them credit. It was Chivas fans, man. They were, they were over the top with those ticket purchases. Uh, they upper deck every, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. Um, that was impressive. Their supporter group was a little bit smaller on the day, but their fandom, like their, their support overall, give them credit. It was impressive. Um, yeah. So, you know, three of the four teams really represented well. They did. Um, and I do have a quick... not... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you know, some incidents that were, that happened, uh, you know, you can see some, some stuff going around. Uh, no, that's never good. Uh, but it, it seemed more isolated than anything else. Um, of course, the elephant in the room, and we'll tell you right now, uh, the chant came back up again. And that was probably the one thing that marred the entire event. Uh, seriously marred it. Um, and it happened um, during our match. And basically, it seemed like it was Chivas fans going after America in one case, and America fans just returning returning the favor, which is really, really regrettable. Um you know, and, and the league needs to think about it. We're doing this league's cup. If, is this a tolerable thing? Because if you keep booking it and you keep making it right, you're, you're kind of condoning it. Right. Did, I was did, a little, I was saddened. I'll say this, that there wasn't a stoppage just to do it, just to throw it out there. This isn't cool, man. Don't act like it didn't happen. At least stop it. Say something. Not just a random sign on a board, like make a statement. They'll start again, right? But at least make a statement. And it didn't happen. So that that was the one thing that, that marred the night. Uh big time. Yeah, the, the, yeah. and that's one one thing that I'm concerned about going forward next year when it's supposed to be the month long tournament. A, you're stopping the leagues for a month for a tournament between two nations, local sides, which I don't quite understand, you know. It's, is it one league trying to get on the coattails of the other league or are they going to eventually merge leagues? What do they want to do? I don't know. To me, keep them separate, different entities, all that kind of stuff. There's Champions League football for a reason. Win your, your country, go through. But having that chant come out a lot more, how are they going to police it? Go, okay, if you are going to do over the month, that chant comes in from your supporter section, you forfeit the game, you lose straight away. Done. Crack down on it. It's got to affect results and participation. That's the only way you're going to change it because nobody wants to see their team lose. Nobody wants to see a game get suspended. It has to be real cost, especially people spending the money that they spend. And that's uh, kind of and... the quick question that I have for you. Sorry to kind of cut you off a little bit. No, go for it, Ursula. But, yeah. um, earlier when you were talking about kind of the fan bases and there being more Chivas fans versus Club America, that, that was kind of one of the curiosities was were the fans blended in a sense, there was there like no separation of sections. That was a disaster. I will say that right now. It was completely mixed. Everybody mixed. So we weren't the first game. We were the second game. And when we went in, I went in because I wanted to watch the other game, right? Whenever you get to try to watch your rival lose, you want to watch your rival lose. I mean, that, that that's the effort, right? Um, and you want to see what they're, what they're bringing about. Uh, and so I went in. I wanted to see what was going down. Our section, now the other groups had their sections, they had their supporters, and so they were starting to kind of take it, right? And the people are moving off. Um, our section was completely mixed. There were Galaxy fans in the section. There was Club America. There was Guadalajara. Clearly, LAFC fans have a real talent at reselling their tickets. That's all I can figure. 
is once again, we're really good at that. Really good at that. Um, and so, yeah, we had to basically establish a base camp and then grow from there when it should have been set aside. This is a supporter section only sold to supporters. And they failed in that aspect. Just because you say that's the supporters area, but it's not restricted. Well, anyone's going to buy the ticket, right? Because, oh, man, my section sold. Well, I need to get to the game. I'll buy the ticket and move if I need to. Because that was the other vibe I got for the most part. If people really weren't honoring their ticket, like seat numbers or anything like that, it was just first come, first serve, take a spot. And, you know, supporter section, that's completely normal. General fans can get a little sketchy with that, right? Usually doesn't happen. But it just seemed like people were kind of just taking their spots as they were as they were getting into there because I didn't, didn't want to miss the game. And, and again, people are coming at drastically different times to see their team play. So, yeah, it was completely mixed. It was not as secure as it should have been. On face value, like in terms of security being set up in the sections, that was proper. Breakdowns of walkways was proper. They could check tickets, make sure you weren't supposed to be. But. Again, they weren't checking jerseys. They were checking tickets, right? Oh, yeah, that ticket's in that section. Go for it. And so it was completely mixed up. So that was a huge error, a huge risk, a massive risk by having something like that happen. Uh, all credit to the 3252. We had no incidents of fighting in our section. None. Uh, we were actually very... Um, I would say professional in the way we did things uh, dealing with fans wearing other colors. turns out a lot of those fans wearing the other colors were actually LAFC fans too. They just happened to want to support their side too. We saw a lot of people with two jerseys and changing out jerseys. It happened a lot, um, but it was still very, very mixed. It was a bit of a, a bit of an odd situation and thankfully it didn't get too crazy because of that, but the risk was high very high now did we see fights in the stands i yeah we did i saw in the guadalajara section where an lac fan did something they shouldn't shouldn't have because their ticket was over there uh yeah there was a lot of you know there was chivas fans a pocket mixed in with 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 the actual supporters for club america like you knew that was going to be a bad thing so that did go bad um and again that's just because people weren't thinking it through um and that was a huge error i you know a blind spot you could say uh, for those making the sales so that yeah, that was an issue for sure, for sure. I know, right, Araceli? Um, yeah. <laughs> so that 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 for sure. Um, yeah, for the game oh. itself, yeah, we lost in penalties, but the second game was way more entertaining than the first. I gotta say, uh, even though there was no goals, it was still very competitive, which that works for me. Mm -hmm. And the speed was good. Decision making, not so much up top. Uh, we had one certain player that played that that kind of was another level below everybody else at some stages. And he, it, it kind of was a letdown because he knew if, if it was another player out there, probably would have been a goal because he would have read it better, you know. But it's an exhibition. These things happen and people have to be shown, right, as to why they're not in the lineup every week, right? They have to have the opportunity to bench themselves. And we kind of saw that with a few players. Yeah, Bam. So, I uh, just found the numbers for the Super Bowl and for um, uh, the game yesterday. So Super Bowl had 70,048 people. For the League's Cup Showcase, there was 71,189. So another 1,141 people were at this the game yesterday compared to the Super Bowl. Excellent. Excellent. 
we did it, guys. We had more than the Super Bowl. Of course, they there's reasons for that, right? The way this place is designed, but just shows, right? Throw the four biggest teams in town out there, and yeah, <laughs> you're, you're destined to have a good time. I think if you had a, you know, again, again, anybody against us, or again, I it, it's success. It was a success overall for future matches. They got they got what they wanted. Right. They saw that they could pull it off. Improvements will be made, of course, going forward. Guarantee that, especially with World Cup coming. But now it's not fantasy. It's reality. This is real. This is this is, as we say, back to reality. Yeah, this is reality. Football can be played at SoFi. We can make it happen. It will be successful. They just got to get a little bit smarter with things and get more privy to the culture, I would say, mm -hmm. uh, to be smart. Because even the parking lots were mixed. Who knew, right? So that was even a little weird. And speaking yeah. of reality, we got Tony here. Hey guys. Welcome, Tony. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> well, Tony, we are talking about the League's Cup uh, reaction to it. Um, since you were in the trenches, sir, mm -hmm. uh, anything you want to add to it from your reactions and viewpoints of the match and the stands and the whole experience? Um, the whole experience, luckily, there, like as you said, there was no... Um, incidences at all from the beginning of it to the to the end of it like I said we were we were together the whole me and you me and Joseph we were, we were like you know I rode with you you know set up flags as people saw in like the in the uh in the Instagram Instagram stories and stuff like that and I I would like to apologize to SoFi for revealing the field before it was supposed to be revealed so, so to speak um the pretty much the funny story behind that is i took the video posted it as we're walking in and stuff like that and then i decided to take like a personal picture of like oh this is where i'm gonna be at where we'll be blah, blah blah and then i get yelled at by security he's like hey nope do if you're gonna take a picture make sure it's not a picture of the field da, 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 da. and i was like oh whoops he was after the fact nothing yeah to do exactly with that. wait you got in yeah. trouble for that we didn't get in trouble, but we almost did. I got in trouble for taking a, a selfie from my own personal Instagram just to be like, oh, here I am and was going to post it later. But I got yelled at for taking, you know, the picture of the field at the time. And I was like, oh, well, my, my, my bad. So it wasn't clearly. I find that interesting when nearly everyone was sharing photos of the field like well beforehand. So. Well, I mean, we were in there at noon. Yeah. So we were in there so early, nobody had the pictures out yet. It was still pretty well protected. Press wasn't in there yet. And so I think they wanted their own, right? MLS wanted a chance to kind of be like, here it is. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of kind of messed things up. But then, like, right after we did it, it was everywhere. So it was, yeah, I think so. at that point, it's like, yeah, just let it go. Um, yeah, and it was a great thing to see, you know, this is beautiful field that nobody really expected to see turn out as good as it did on such short notice, but it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Yeah. You could see some seams because it was only two days in, but way better than expected. And the ball looked like it was pretty stable as well. So mm -hmm. players weren't complaining. They weren't slipping. You didn't see any of that stuff. They were playing confidently success success tony anything you want to add into the mix um we did talk about that chant that reappeared again no, um it, again yeah. it just yeah. it's just stupid again it's the mexican culture of started way back again and it's 
it means it's in words have different meaning and words evolve throughout the years because it gets turned into a racial slur or a homophobic chant now as it is and again it needs to go it needs to be dead i was waiting for a anything a sign of saying do not do the chant the whole you know warning they'll stop the chant they'll stop the game if the chants hurt again and nothing and it, it just kind of like i heard it and i was just like really are you serious mind you it was in between like when we were trying to set up for the next the next chant and everything but it didn't come from our section because we won't allow it even with the people in our section who were medica chivas again we were playing the nice guys but understanding the they understand the culture they understand the culture and the people who are in there without the out you know with the medica jersey the chivas just understood what we stood for and actually were involved in going most of it but moving forward they need to grow up as weirdly as that saying because we're only five years old and stop this channel when they say they need to stop to it and stop being this i guess the best way to say it is machismo way of saying things because it's quote-unquote tradition when it's never it's only been like maybe 20 years and it was meant to be something totally different than it is now where it's evolved and now it's more of a hurtful saying to, to our to our brethren in a 3252 in private public and just anyone who was there who was like what the fuck yeah it's just it's a sad situation uh in development i expect more from the powers that be the ones actually passing the dough back and forth um them it's their job right we do what we can on our end right we police ourselves but at the end of the day it's their actions that are going to make it a rule that they stick with the rule um and have lasting consequences we can only do so much they have to be real about not tolerating it and until that happens it's going to be this this chasing your tail situation once again so uh we're out here they got questions on how to handle things they know where to find all of us you know it's out there it's out in the open go for it make it right especially before the big tournament kicks off as araceli said so we'll move on from that um, final take on it, like I said, Lee's Cup overall. This match was a success. Result didn't really matter. Um, it was good to see certain players get a run out that needed one. Uh, good to see nobody get injured. Pretty much on all teams, everybody walked off the field in this one. Um, and that, to me, was the football success. So uh, done with that. Chapter over. On to the next. Which brings us to the trade deadline. And there's a lot going down. Hat boxes in the air, apparently. Bam, what do you got for us? Because you've been tracking it all day. Yeah, it's, it's been, a, been a bit of a long day. Um, start off with we the Moose has been set loose from his black and gold reins to RSL. So for him, thank you very much for your time here at LAFC. Wish you nothing but the best for RSL except for this weekend. Um, for his time here, he played 61 games for us with 13 goals, 6 assists and six yellow cards so he did quite well for us so with that to rsl we got 215 gam which i'll happily take um we'll see what else happens there there's been rumors to galore today um 
an hour ago, LAFC dropped a hat box, an international hat box with a new video. It's a new video, as people have been mentioning on social media. It's a new hat box video, so nice and clean. Um, pretty sure that's going to go to um, Dennis Bowonga, the who we mentioned last week, the Gabon international that's currently playing in France. But there's also talk that we're after Yusuf Demir, who currently plays at Rapid Vienne as well. He's a 19-year-old kid, 73 games, including games for Barcelona, 16 goals, uh, four assists. With that too, there's rumours going around that we're about to lose Chaduri Shadi for um, 400 to 500K to, I believe it's uh, Philadelphia. Uh, I think it was... New England, wasn't it? New England, yep. Sorry, New England. That's right, New England. So, with that, it's we will be getting our money back for him if he does go for that amount of money. And he's been good for us, but unfortunately, injuries has hurt him a little bit more than what we would have liked. There could be smoke to that as well because didn't they just move Legette off the roster? Mm-hmm. Which pretty much they play in the same area. Right, yeah. Um, so there's now a need there, and we all know that uh, Tajiri Shradi actually, I mean, they both score goals, right? When Tajiri Shradi is healthy, he's pretty darn good. Um, just sadly, he, he couldn't get that with us, so maybe the change of change of address will help, I guess. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, bam, it sounds pretty real though, right? Yeah, yeah, like to me, it will be coming out early tomorrow morning, I'd say. Um, I'm guessing everything's been filed with the league to announce. Now he's just got to wait for <clears throat> them to officially sign off on it, which I think will be early tomorrow morning. Um, also, you know, because uh, another team owner decided to call us out on signing players uh, on the TAM, um, Charlotte getting this young Portugal midfielder on Tam, you know, is there a league going to investigate them as well? You know, you're calling us out for getting bail on Tam. You've got, um, you know, Santos on Tam. What's going to happen there? Right. Carson's getting a guy that, right. I mean, really, um, talk about questionable, right? If you really want to play that game, um, I'll just, I'm going to throw the hot take out there. Not even a hot take. It's, it, it's legit. Like, what are you talking about? It drives me crazy how fans of teams that don't have vision, and I'll say that, they don't have vision, right? They like things as is, are attacking us for having ambition and other teams for having ambition because their team does not. Now you tell me, what hurts the league more? Expanding this? Bringing in more DPs? Bringing in better talent? Or holding everybody back because your team has its head up his ass, right? Uh, like you tell but, but, me what's wrong here. Who's the one I, in the I, wrong? I Them, said, not I, us. Yeah, I, I'm. It's going to sound weird, but I'm happy Carson signed this new player from Barcelona. I'm happy because all it's going to do is make our rivalry a lot better, make us a lot better as a team. Plain and simple. As much as we all sit here and we all want Carson to rot, die, and all that kind of stuff, we need them to be healthy and strong to make us healthy and strong. That's essential. You, you, you know, I'm not a fan of them doing well. I never will be. But rivalry is rivalry. Okay, 
Uh, that makes sense. The rest of the league needs to get better. Those who, who are getting creative, good on you, using the tools that the league gave you. This is why they created these darn rules. They needed to bring in younger international players, guys that you could resell later. This is how it becomes a reality. When you look at LASC and all the moves they make and the crazy stuff they do, we know people are coming in, but watch. There could be a real shock on who's going out in the next two days because even though it wasn't announced by midnight tonight, paperwork could still be in and you could see a player go. Okay? That's how it works. It's not the announcements that's the deadline. It's the paperwork that's the deadline. So in the next few days, a lot of teams, you're going to see some announcements come out because now it's safe. Now it's time to do it. It makes sense as the smoke clears, right? Uh, well, but really... Not mm-hmm. that too, we can still sell players internationally. Yeah. Players can still leave and go to other the other areas where the window's still open. So B-Rod can still leave us. Chicha can still leave us. You know, cause just because our window is shut, EPL window still open. Bundesliga's window still open. A lot of European windows are still open. So still room to move. bring people in, right? Yeah. I mean, that's the catch. Yeah. Okay. Unless they're free agents. And then, you know, contracts up. All good there. Um, yeah, so that that that's my take on it is, is the fans that are coming after our team or others that are doing being successful. Dude, wake up, man. Expect more. You shouldn't be mad at us. You should be mad at your team for not playing ball. Your anger is misplaced, completely misplaced. Um, and you should be called out for it because your your mindset is what holds us back as a league. Don't accept it. Push forward. Force your team to push forward. Expect more from everyone. You know, there's a salary cap, yes. There's the tools, yes. Don't let the gap in the league be created not not because there is no more like coverage and protection, but because your team is cheap. Don't ever allow that. Don't be cool with it. Push. That's for sure. All right. So uh, that being said, breaking news, breaking news. We're going to shift this over to Araceli because she's got some good breaking news here about how busy she's going to be. And of course, news from LAFC, right, Araceli? Well, first thing, there is some breaking news from LAFC. Um, LAFC officially announced today that they will be joining MLS Next Pro for the 2023 season. They are one of six, or excuse me, one of seven MLS-affiliated clubs that will be joining. However, complete details, including like the team name, crest, and home venue will be announced in the coming months. And knowing MLS Next Pro, they're it's basically MLS for the secondary teams. If people aren't too familiar with it, you have MLS for the senior teams, MLS Next Pro for the secondary, and then MLS Next, which is all the academy teams. It's something the MLS created this year to try to keep that structure. Um, but any other news, like everything else, you know, they usually don't announce it till all-star week or even the mls cup itself which is actually a good transition right there because speaking of mls all-star if you don't already know i'm happy to say that i will be representing heart of lafc and the league itself at the all-star game next week in minneapolis minnesota this week has been absolutely insane with a lot of last minute planning and uh just calls trying to figure out you know the scheduling 
but I'm very excited for it. You're going to be everywhere there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so can you can you rattle off all the events you're actually going to be be jumping into? Because it was when I saw the list of approval, I was like, wow. OK, you're busy. <laughs> I'll try to do it the best from memory, because honestly, I would need to go back to look at the emails. But as far as I can tell, be aside from the game itself, it's very similar to when the All Star was in Los Angeles last year. You're going to have all the private events. You're going to have the skills challenge. And then, of course, the game itself. And looking at the schedule, I'm literally going to be running practically three days straight with no sleep. But, hey, I survived L.A. I can survive Minneapolis. <laughs> and and here's here's the really cool thing about it. She's not only going to have access to MLS players, but League MX, correct? You get everybody, which is nice. We can get League MX upon request, yes. But now, there I'm may or may not be <laughs> players that we might be interested in playing in that league. I'm just saying, right? Maybe. I mean, you, you never Russia really know. Spanish. The rosters are out. <laughs> Right. No, it's a solid roster. It is. I mean, we had a few snubs, but um, yeah, you're going to you're going to be there for the trainings. You're going to be there at least post training. Right. You're going to be there for the for the kind of the mixer event, press conferences, post training sessions, uh, the all star skills competition. I know you're going to do that one, too. They just sent the scoring out there, what it's going to be like. So that was kind of cool to see it. Um, but yeah, Araceli, definitely, uh, we know you're going to be really busy throwing stuff up there on social media. We can't wait to see everything that comes out of it. The inside look of the all-star game. Um, and of course, catching our players doing what they do best and enjoying themselves is going to be fun to see as well. So, uh, Araceli, good on you for making it happen, traveling on their short notice. I know, I know you got to pack your bags, like right after we stop, uh, stop the segment, like you're on the way. Uh, so Again, we're just beyond thankful that you're going out there to represent us, the league, um, and, and getting it done. It's, it's just very cool to see. Um, and again, we just can't wait to see the social media. It's going to be a blast. Oh, yes, definitely. I, I will do my absolute best to try to post on the socials, you know, not only my personal, but of course, the Heart of LAFC socials. Um, if just a quick reminder, we do have three LAFC players that will be there, Carlos Bella, Ilie. Diego Palacios, and I'm just really excited. So it's a great opportunity, and I leave Saturday morning, so it's very quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I think Thankfully we have it's only a six-hour drive, but still. <laughs> uh, you're driving. You're gonna drive this thing. Yeah, I'm driving. No. Oh man, okay. It was literally last minute, almost last minute. Wow. Check that out, guys. She's driving six hours to cover it for you guys, for you guys, making it happen. Um, it's going to be fun. That's for sure. Uh, huh, I just heard a soft phone call right now that I really want to answer, but we're doing this, guys, so all good things, all good things. Um, Araceli, again, have a great time. Um, anything you need from us, just, just give us the heads up, anything we can help with. But uh, definitely, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy all that you do up there. Okay. Any final thoughts before we let you go? 
because I know you want to, you got to get going. So, <laughs> um, no real final thoughts. It just, I mean, we kind of already covered it when we discussed the game from last night. So, yes, I definitely do need to get back to packing. I wish I could stay on longer with you guys, but it's already past midnight my time. And, ooh, <laughs> there's still a lot. So, <laughs> Yes. So again, go take care of business. All love. We are so happy for you. We'll catch you later in the week. Go for it. Make it happen. Have a great weekend. Okay. Hey, we'll do. See take you guys. Care, take care. As you guys see, check in. It's going to be fun. It's going to be a blast what she's doing. Um, and if you got questions that you want to throw out to her, don't hesitate. Um, definitely do it. Um, she'll go out there. She's going to get a lot of stuff for us. Ilya is going to be really fun. Uh, I know for her as well, because of his career and where it's at and kind of a, a resurgence in his career, getting back to all-star games when it looked like he was going to be turning into like reserve center back at SKC. So, uh, yeah, definitely he's turned around. So that's beautiful to see. All right, moving forward, seeing what's going down. Let's see what we got next year. Definitely in Seattle. I guess it's that time, right boys? Seattle, Seattle. All right. So, yes, our nemesis, one of our enemies comes to town. Juve is here to watch. The electricity, you know how it is in that building now. It's a big show. Uh, they come into town. We're on, we're 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 doing what we're doing. They're they're kind of up and down. Um, rosters, as we said, basically for this match, we threw the 4-3-3 together again. It's what we do. It's what we do. Up top was a Poku, Orango, Vela. I know the rumors of Bell were there. It didn't quite happen. Uh, middle, Sanchez, Blessing, Cifuentes. So even Blessing got to play. As we know, Acosta was suspended, so that made perfect sense. Uh, Max in goal, Murillo and Chiellini. Yeah, Chiellini with the start. People first started home for us. That was super cool. Uh, and then Escobar and Palacios. Yeah, right? Good lineup. For the other guys... As we suspected, they were going to clog the midfield. I know we debated on, are they going to do that? Are they going to go front foot? Nah. Schmetzer went with 4-2-3-1. That's what he does when he plays us. No shock he did it again. Uh, Fry was back in goal. He had Gomez and Adiaga in the middle. Tolo on the left. We expected him to shift in because of another player that was out. Uh, rolled on on the right side. Classic lineup, right? This is, we're used to seeing this. The other rolled on is defensive midfielder. Rusnak is the defensive midfielder. Uh, Morris on the left, Madranda on the right, Ladero is their playmaker, and Will Bruin up top. Again, no real surprises to us. There were a couple that we debated on, but again, seemed pretty pretty standard for their type of lineup. Right, Bam? Pretty much. It's what we predicted last episode, what they would come out with, so not much yeah. more you can say and, about uh, that. Right, and you expected physicality, you expected it to get kind of funky. It did get kind of funky. Uh, knowing the way these guys play, which brings it to Tony, sir. Uh, highlights of this match, sir. What what were some big moments? There were some good ones in this one. Fireway, sir. How did this match draw out? Um, do you want on the field or off the field? Because there's a highlights on the field and off the field, and we only have like. I mean, we can start with the off the field circus and then get on the on the field. That's always fun to do because man, it was a show. I say we do just on the field first because really the only thing we have to talk about is the first half because yeah. nothing really happened in the second half. Everything that we needed to happen was in the first half. So we'll have on the field first, on the field for the first part, and then we'll do off the field for quote unquote the second half. But um, so 
Um, we get things going. It's it's honestly like Seattle is very uh, injury prone. Like we Rui Diaz is again, we didn't believe he was going to be back, but he was. So he actually, unfortunately, unfortunately, and he ended up scoring for them because of Mario. He uh he got it. It was like a very de- very developmental like kind of midfield like lapses because it was like very like aso like everyone stuck to the ball seattle and en- ends up getting the- getting the ball pushes up right to Rio diaz Rio diaz tries to cross it in pa- it gets past Chiellini, and then murillo tries to slide and kind of block the shot but un- unfortunately slots it in past uh max and puts up and they put them seattle up one nil Yes, and <laughs> at first I didn't see what the goal was because we were supporting. Mm-hmm, but on the same. replay, man, that one, that one hurt, dude. That one really hurt. Uh, again, dude, Mario, the why always me situation. Like this dude, he has these great games, and then he has these moments, and these moments kill us. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I can think of multiple games, and it's just like, is it just bad luck with this guy? But again, he gets stuck in a situation that. There's not much getting out of when he was when he slid, right? There was there wasn't an, an end game to this. There's no escape. Uh, Bam, your impressions because you were watching it on, because, on sorry. right. Um, my impression was, look, that was just bad luck for Murillo. Um, he felt sorry for Seattle, wanted to give him a, a, a fighting chance against us with our superstars on the bench. So, give him a goal head start. You can't really complain too much. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm seeing some weird guys. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> they know me. Oh, gosh. Here I go again. Um, dude, I, again, bad luck for him. We hope the luck needs to change. I don't know what we have to do for him to make it happen. You could have seen how aggressive some of the guys were treating him, though, during the game as well. There's just, again, composure yeah. matters, people. Um, and that was that was an issue there. Um, Vavella, handball. I mean, he couldn't argue it, right? It was. It was. We wanted to count because it looked so beautiful in front of us in the north end, but, yeah, that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> uh, right? Right? Um, and then Apoku's Golasso. Is he trying to show off for Juventus, Tony? What do you think? Uh, I believe a little bit. Um, it was It was a nice, like, honestly, slot out from the outside the box. Plays perfectly into the right hand, into the right-hand corner, and you – and he kind of had to also weave it between two defenders. So it was very beautiful, very um, Opoku-esque is pretty much it, it is because most of his goals are bangers at this moment in time. And pretty much doing a highlight reel of this season to kind of actually maybe we can sell him to uh, Juventus. He is young. I don't know if he fits their style. Again, don't know Juventus as much as I should. I know Real Madrid, but I don't know Juventus, so. Well, you know, both of us, we actually went to the Real Madrid-Juventus game, and we saw not-so-great things for Juve in front of Real Madrid, but it is Real Madrid, so that probably explains <laughs> it more than anything else. Um, but Zachary is awesome, so I'm just going to say that right now. Um, great player. Uh, yeah, uh, really, you know, with Juventus there, you could tell there was a little up-tempo from the guys. It was good as well. Even Chiellini got into the mix as well, like you mentioned, his right post-shot. Yep. Which oh, yeah. Too. 
Oh yeah. no, yeah, he got that from he recovered that from Seattle's mid uh, side of the field. Started dribbling, saw the opening, and shot it. Um, it deflected off one of the Seattle's defenders and barely missed the uh, the goal. And I kid you not, we were all like, I feel like the not just the bank we erupted, but I know that whole Juventus size that was there would have gone crazy as well because. How do you, how how is his first goal almost in front of his old team, dude? And they all got off their seats. That was the best part. They all kind of lost it when he hit that post. Like what? Yeah, it was it was it was fun to see. Uh, I was really happy for him. Again, he's one of these players that everyone is happy for him. He just he brings a happiness, a a bit of uh, I say composure for his teammates. There's just something special about him where positivity wins the day. Um, and it looks good. I will say though, watch him when he's funny with other players. The minute the ball goes to play, his face just changes. It's really cool to see when he goes into game, you know, game face. It's funny because he's just like lighthearted and all of a sudden balls in play and he's a different guy. And it, it's so cool to watch him do that because of how dialed in he is and how aware. Yeah, Keelini being Keelini, man. We are so lucky to have him on board. Bam's nodding, like, yep, yep, yep. You want to throw anything definitely. on that? Well, if that goal came in. Who would have celebrated more, you reckon? LAFC players or Juventus players? I could see some Juventus players running on the field and hugging him. They would have. They would have you had two teams mobbing him after that. It would have been hilarious. And you knew it would have happened, man, but ah, it didn't. But you gotta feel if he's if he's getting that uh happy about things, he he might do something this year, right? He might pop one. He'll take another shot. Now he's got confidence. He'll definitely try again. I can guarantee that. All right. So uh, what happens next, Tony? Um, next, we have pretty much uh, the, the Sifu getting back the goal that he got taken away from Vela's handball. Sifu finds a perfectly like pass into the into the box and finds a sliding, diving Vela and slots it in to put us up. 2-1 and again it's Sifu I don't know how much longer we're going to keep him but he is putting out an MVP performance not just in general like I know there's like mother MVPs that have been doing better but for us in the midfield with Atuesta gone and with a very strong midfield core he's being one of our shining bright stars out of everybody at the moment nice nice uh, Sifu, I know, I know he missed the penalty, but that again, doesn't count. Doesn't count. Don't worry about that. Um, in the match though, again, every match now he he's dynamic out there. He's really found himself in this lineup. It fits and he, he just keeps showing it again and again and again, all game. There's, there's no question. Um, he is where he needs to be as a player. We're happy to see it. He fits in well in the midfield. Ilianium have a good understanding. He connects with the guys up top really well as well. We're, we're we're lucky with him as well. It's just working. It's one of the reasons why we are where we are because Sifu has stepped up. It is essential for us. It, we were to a point earlier this year where we thought we were going to replace him, right? And now it's kind of the point where would it make sense now? No, it wouldn't. Uh, he's doing well. So good on that. Of course, second half was a little bit back and forth. Tony, would you say anything was a, a remotely eventful outside of of holding on for dear life towards the end there 
the only one to kind of like talk about is uh, Blessing's almost goal where he slides in and like kind of makes one of the defenders and it's like a slow rolling ball that the defender saves slash the goalkeeper stops right before it rolls down the line. That's the only thing notable from the second half because all the action happened in the first half. And then again, we also had the sideshow off the field with again, Juventus coming in and uh, Juventus is a captain Leonardo literally enjoying the chance, enjoying the vibe. So same with Di Maria enjoying like the support culture dancing and as well. And also again, if you see, if you've seen the picture of him, looking at the 3252 scarf at, at amazement and joseph you can add more to why he was in amaze at it I, dude he was examining the logo it was pretty cool to see like like took good interest into it um he gets the culture right uh he does and so it looked like a genuine look from him um you could see guys tapping along juventus players with the songs they were into it they were into the vibe. Um, they had, I believe their ownership was there as well. They were very happy with the situation. Let's hope they were happy enough that we get a run out with these guys at some point. That would be even better, right? Kobe was cool. Dortmund was cool. Juve's fun too, guys. We definitely need another inter international match, and I wouldn't mind that one at all. I know Casey, Casey agrees with us, right? Right? Sergio <laughs> as well, man. I know you guys are out there. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely uh, building a relationship with these guys would be pretty darn cool. I'd be down for that. I'm sure you guys would too. Definitely. I, I personally would love to see some of the Juventus under-19s that are not quite ready for the starting senior squad over there to get sent over to us from loan for a season or two. Or even our youth players getting a trip out that way and theirs getting a trip out to us, right? Um, yeah. You know, working together. Checking the levels, doing what you got to do, playing some games, traveling. Good experience for the boys. It'll be a good team to work with. That's for certain. Um, the other, I think the other event we have to admit to was was Bale warming up. That was pretty hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, and him coming on. Uh, the minute he started just running around, man, it was like we scored a goal. It was pretty, <laughs> dude, the volume just went up. Um, that was pretty hilarious to see. I know. Um, and so that was, that was cool. I mean, just again, the vibe that we're getting because the players that we have and the minds that we have, it's, it's just all good things. That's for sure. All right. Outside of stats, who cares? We got the win. We got through those guys. They're struggling. They might not make the playoffs at this point. Let's hope. Cause you know, how dangerous <laughs> they can be once they get into that kind of a situation. They like the knockout stuff. I know. Yeah, eliminate these dudes before it can be a real problem in the playoffs. Um, let's hope that happens. Which brings us to Bam and the top three, sir. So how are the top three uh, breaking down for you? The top three, they're breaking down quite interesting. So from our fan votes that came through, um, the most votes went for Tuvela. Um, second most was Opoku. And the third most was to Kalini. So fairly, fairly good mix there. Um, for our votes, Araceli sent them through hers through she went vela opoku kalini me i went sifu vela and blessing oh okay tony where are you at uh sifu kalini and uh opoku like i said 
I would put Vela, but I feel him scoring goals at this point, he needs to do more now. So he has to literally score a goal, get assists, and do more on the field. Again, he already does a lot on the field, but now it's getting to the point where it's we have everyone stepping up their game, and Sifu has been dominant at the moment. So this is my votes. There we go. All right, I'm going to go with a Poku number one. I was a Galasso, man. Give him credit for it. It was pretty. Um, Sifu number two and Chiellini number three. And you're like, why Chiellini? We allowed zero shots on goal this game. None. Zip. Nada. Um, yes, Mario scored an own goal. We know that was a preventable situation. It's not a shot on goal, people. Um, and then nothing Chiellini could do about that anyways. Otherwise, the defense was on point. They were on point. Again, no real shots on goal. Seattle just, they tend to get goals without shots. It happens with that team. They've won MLS Cup without a shot on goal. It's it's a weird thing with those dudes. Uh, so that's why I'm with Chiellini. And yeah, he had fun, right? And we'll take fun factor as well. That's all good. So there's my, my top three. Um, in the race, sir, where are we at so far? Who's number one? In the race at the moment, Vela's still top. Um, obviously, I haven't calculated ours in there yet, but Vela's on top, Chicho second, Ilya third, then Sifu, B-Rod, fall all the way down to Bale, who's on the one vote. So Bale, he's, still, he's on the board with one vote, but he's still on there. So uh, give me a couple of minutes, and as we go through... Some of the next bits, I'll work out exactly, get it all up to date. Well, when you nick a goal, right? You should get a you should get a star at some point. So good on Bill for getting one. It is funny that he only has one, but he just started with us, so that's okay. Exactly, that's all exactly. Right. All right, we got the top three down. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. One more thing I want to put up with the last game we just did. That was only the third time this year we haven't scored in the second half. Interesting. The other, two, the other two games that we didn't score in the second half was our 2-0 loss to Colorado and our 1-0 loss to Vancouver. Hey, we got to win this time, guys. Be happy about that. Be happy about that. All right. Uh, any final thoughts from you guys before we throw it out to our community? Because, man, they are, they are busy on there today. All right. Let's do it. Let's hear from you guys. Uh, here we go. All right, so comment time. Who is the top, top, top? Jason LAFC Punk Ariano gets the first call. There it is. All good things, brother. Says after last night's game, I'm just happy no one got injured. Now bring on RSL. There it is. The general thought. Good on you, Jason. We agree. Jonathan, you're the man. Thanks for the sprite. There's another story related to that at the game. Uh, funny shenanigans at the stadium but uh all of my man good to have you on here wolf in the mix says good evening to everyone i had a blast last night lsc and 32 52 puts on a show inside the sofi stadium it was a show guys we made history as far as i'm concerned with you wolf uh yes jonathan the hat box has been dropped it is official someone's getting signed we talked about it a little bit uh, are we are we leaking anything? No, but uh, something's happening. That is for sure. Uh, Burke in the mix. Good seeing you again, Burke. LAFC Beast in the mix. 
Nice. Uh, and Tony, <laughs> mess with Tony because he puts comments on there. Good on you. Louis V, there we go. This is good evening from the Black and Gold family and the Pod fam. Let's say it. Pod fam right there. <laughs> Beast. Never seen Joe without a, a <laughs> the, the hair. You know why? I forgot to put it on. It's right here. I just forgot to put it on. But there you go. Uh, yeah. Work hair, man. What can I do? Uh, Bermudez. Forgot to mention the player I said last week about Dennis Buanga. Uh, they said he was a midfielder. Stats weren't in the second division. He was first division. Right. No, he's he's a good player. We're picking him up. That's uh, pretty gutsy on our part. Good things, that's for sure. All right, Beast, he says, LAC Pyro in smoke. Uh, better than America smoke. I mean, America had one color, took over the whole field. We pretty much went insane. Um, and Chivas, they had three colors that I saw pop. So, uh there you go. Every every group had stuff, but dude, Roman candles, man. That's all I'm saying. That that's that's a whole nother level. Uh Bermuda says 10 goals, three assists last year in division one. Dude, 10 goals in division one. That's pretty darn impressive. It really is. Uh LSCB said sucks that Moose is gone. Football is business. Yeah, I, I was telling Tony about this at the game yesterday about him getting sent. Um, I get it. I get it, but in a way. I don't like it because he's been through he's been through a lot with us. You know, he's one of our own. There is no question about that. Ups and downs and everything, timely goals and times where we needed them. Right? He's done it for us. He's willing to bleed for the black and gold. And in a year where we're this strong and a really good chance to really do something permanent, you could say, um, to have him go is like, man, he's gonna miss out on that show, but we got to do what you got to do to get better and lock things in. So, and he understands that as well. Football is business. Um, it's, it's, you got to do what you got to do. So on his end, I will say this going to RSL might be good news for him in terms of minutes. He's definitely gonna get a lot of play time there. Uh, they need a striker. They need one bad. They need to figure things out. So they do need him. Um, he, he will definitely get play time. So in terms of his career development, it might be a good thing for him. Short-term, sad, long-term, maybe this works out. As long as it's not against us this weekend, it's okay. Uh, let's see. B says, SoFi home of the Super Bowl champions looks good for any sporting event. Agreed? Agreed, agreed, agreed. Uh, let's see. He's also in agreement. The fans are ruining it for others. Definitely. Uh, this one's funny. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Angel says they swapped a Danny for a Denny. <laughs> I didn't even notice that, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, uh, he says, uh, Reimer was the only, uh, person he recognized when they flashed the supporter section on the screen really fast. Yeah, he was right behind me. That was the funny part. All good things. Cool. He was right next to me. <laughs> I know, I know. Pod fam staying close, people. There you go. Uh, LAC Wolf, apparently Carson states that the signing they made is going to bring a new era for MLS where the team now invests in young international players. You mean like what we've been doing for the past five years? Why do they always try to take credit for things that we do? We have a supporter section safe standing. Lo and behold, they now have one. But, you know, it was their idea before we existed. Yeah, good on you guys. Um, your impact was seen 
by everyone last night. So I'll just throw that out there. They ain't come for you, man. I think half your fans didn't come for you either, but that is what it is. Uh, Mark Lopez, not sure how the numbers work out, but I thought I saw uh, Buanga was one mil. So Tam, we got moves for 250K. Tajuri, four to 500. Can we get him on Tam? Hey, it's John Thornton. If he finds an angle, he's going to find an angle. Um, I'm sure something's in the cards here. Yeah, so when I saw that comment, I had a quick look. Um, he's on uh, 20,000 pounds a week, so just over a million a year. From my understanding is that he'll be coming in as a DP because he's got that Rossi DP spot open still. So to me, he'll, he won't be coming in as Tam. He'll be coming in as DP. It's my understanding. So Interesting. Okay. I mean, look at the level that he is. Like, that would make yeah. sense. Because we are selling people for Gam and Tam, so maybe we might just do it. Oh, if we we get get him on on Tam and Gam, I'll happily take it. But we also got to sit there and realize we still have that DP spot open that hasn't technically. Did we just lose Bam? I thought it was me for a second. I was like, I heard the robot, I was like, I thought it was me. (laughs) <laughs> we're still on sadly uh bam looks like he froze up we'll get him back on as soon as possible <laughs> i know man sheesh uh we'll move on to beast and then when, when we get we get the man back we'll get the man back and do what we got to do all right uh going on to beast he says how good is dennis buanga he's good uh we'll throw that up there you saw the numbers we're getting good impressions so far from everybody so if he is the official he's the official mark lopez i like this one Joseph getting a call from Chiellini for the tacos with guacamole recommendation. Uh, we hey Tony was the, was the taco place good yesterday? Oh yeah, so freaking it was bomb. Like I said, you I usually judge a taco place by how the uh, carnitas taste, and mm-hmm. I've had some pretty bad ones, but that spot was bomb. And um, it's it was again, Tio's tacos, right? Tio's yeah, and Tio's, yeah, Tio's and it was super on just point. down the road from SoFi, guys, other yeah. side of the freeway, super close. Apparently, they're open up late, it's a late night eating spot. So, uh, just throw it out there if Chiellini ever wants to go check out a Rams game, you know, and want to get a taco, we'll set you up, man. All good, all good. And I'm sure there's guacamole involved, if in case you were wondering, at least the loose kind, right? The, the, a good spreadable kind. So there you go. Uh, Anthony Bermudez. Rudez didn't play like him. I know. He's the one guy that always hurts us too. So that was good news for us. Um, yeah, that was my fault. I'm sorry. I thought it was. Oh, you Rudy said Rudez by accident. Instead of, yeah, instead of rolled on. And I was like, and I, I saw Anthony posted. And then also Carlos posted as well. And I was like, thank you guys. Uh, Katie gives her love to Murillo. We do too. Tough love, but love. Um, we want to see him get better, man. At the end of the day, like critical, critical. He's got to get better. Is going to kill us in the playoffs, or he's going to lose his spot. You know, no, we want him to get better. That's for sure. It's just oh, tough. Um, Carlos C. Maria was doing his job. I mean, the slide tackle is the slide tackle. Uh, his blessing. Yeah, the service issue, right? Uh, still, just the guy that always gets into issues, and yeah, it's tough. It's tough. 
Uh, Mark Lopez, guys, say going down 1-0 against Seattle felt different from every other year prior. Not scared in the slightest, not with this squad. No, you never feel like, oh, we're down. This is going to be – no, we just keep going. <laughs> Casey is on, man. There he is. Give him the smile. Love it. Love you're on, you're on here, Mr. President. Dig it. Cool. Uh, MG, and yes, Casey, I was just going to say, let's get that. Let's get that Juve match, man. Let's lock that bad boy in, dude. Do your magic, sir. Uh, MG, <laughs> LUC runs LA. Yep, all of North America. We're the show, man. We're the show right now. It's nice to be that group, right? Uh, Carlos C. Aquilini played a hell of a match. Watched most of the first half sitting in the south end. Came away really impressed. Dude, his timing is just beautiful. Uh, he knows how to hit people and not get a card, which is cool, too. He just has a way. The timing is just perfect. Uh, Mark Lopez, Carson supporters crying on Twitter that their FO would ban them if they did what we did. My response is you can even call yourself a supporter if you aren't down to keister some Roman candles. <laughs> um, okay, again, backwards thinking. You're crying about us because what your FO is doing, when well, you should be crying to your FO. Wrong number. There's another one you can find. Uh, right? MG, last night was a vibe. Love that supporters felt like they had something to prove. Knew that every game. Also, penalties did not feel like a friendly. I was actually really mad about it. Uh, I told Tony this is ridiculous. Um, there is no cup to be won. There's no points to be had. Just walk away with the draw, man. Everything was cool, but instead we got into this nonsense. So, yeah. Well, just... Oh, yeah. Beast uh, says that, that Bam's gone to the year uh, 3022. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe the authorities caught him for illegal streaming, and now we've lost Bam. Uh, <laughs> 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 the fuzz, man. Uh, yeah. If we can get him back, hopefully we get him back. Sounds like an internet issue. Just when Beast mentions it, this is hilarious. He's back. He returns. Hi. Welcome back, Bam. Sorry about that. Um, was like we lost power for we lost power for a minute, so we j- jumped over to our battery backup. So fancy Tesla guy. Solar panels, mother effort. <laughs> Dude, he is really living in the future, beast. He is in thirty twenty two. He doesn't even need the grid anymore, people. <laughs> Good on you. Good on you, man. Good on you. Uh, Daniel says, "Bam had." To- had to share technical difficulty duties with Tony, who's been carrying the team on that front. Right? He's usually our Mario on the day, and now it was the other guy. So there we go. If I'm dead, we're all in trouble. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, thank God uh, that uh, I, you know, Bam does have backup duties in case I go down. So I think we'll be okay. Uh, Mark Lopez, Tony, you got to hit Carnitas El Artista if you're back out at sofa again dude i'm i'm in for that one too man carnitas are the best mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. smalls b-rod bruh is they talking about a sale potentially maybe maybe not rumorville right we've been hearing all kinds of stuff about club america uh saying the stuff he said <sighs> you don't know uh maybe maybe not anthony bermuda's jumped on that as well so it's like b-rod is staying he's been playing better this season Brian Peñarol wasn't even a goal scorer. Peñarol, his skill is assisting. Dude, he played much deeper in midfield in most cases. That's what he does. Um, Again, is his role correct? I think that's been our conversation. So we'll see what's going on. It does sound like maybe he is staying. I mean, the deadline has passed, at least for domestic. 
Now, Club America, I think their window's still open, so I guess that's still a, a potential. So there is that. Uh, Bermuda says deadline pass rate. Domestically, it has. We can sell players. They can go. Um, we just can't bring people in that are under contract. So, yeah, it's not over yet in that. The exits still exist. The entries, though, not. Uh, so, yeah, mm. we'll find out and soon. And with one thing I've just seen on Twitter, Mamadou Four might be on his way out. Oh, yeah, I, I saw that. Yeah. Yes. Fernwood and FC Urich apparently after him, which would be a great move for him. Zurich? Yeah, that would be a good one for him. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, that's a feeder for others as well. So his trajectory, probably in France before he knows it, if he plays his cards right. I mean, that's where he wants to go. So if it happens, it happens. I mean, last night we were all watching the game. We saw what he did, right? The rescinded red. Um, two feet in an exhibition is always going to be sketch, man. Uh, <laughs> that's why the red went right away is you just don't do that in exhibition matches. Um, so that was the first reaction from the ref. They called it back because it turns out it wasn't what the ref thought it was. But still, man, you throw two feet into the mix, you're playing with fire. Um, we see the brilliance of fall. We also see the youth of fall. That was a youthful uh, moment there. So, you know, if he goes to Zurich, good. I think he's. we definitely know he's got the, um, the ability. There's no doubt about it. It's the maturity, right? It's, it's the working it out, making it happen. That, that's the battle for him. And so hopefully, dude, hopefully... Um, I mean, we want to keep him with us, but we understand, you know, the man's opportunities are, are important. And if we're going to keep getting more uh, talented players, young, talented players, we got to show our ability to sell them on. Uh, and if you're consistent with that mo mo movement, you will actually get much better young talent because they will see that we are really a pipeline. So he could be one of those stories where he turns out to be one of those guys. We are heavy in, in the back line right now. So it is it is viable if we do that. Right. I'm not wrong in that, right, Bam? No, not exactly. Like, as much as I'd like to see him stay here for the rest of his career, he's he's got to move on and he's got to take the opportunities as soon as he can. Yeah, it, 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 it's life, the business of football. Uh, Beast also brought up Sifu uh, for missing the PK. Felt bad for him on the field goal he attempted. Yeah, man, they didn't pull the net up in time. What's up with that? Um, supposed to be like clockwork at that stadium. But yeah, no, it was sad to see. Um, he didn't come up all that confident. Let's be honest with it. It was a great run back and forth, man. Like really. And, and McCarthy, we didn't even like talk about his exploits in that game because he was absolutely amazing uh, to even get us where we're at with the essential saves. But yeah, Sifu, I felt bad for him. The team felt bad for him. I mean, it hurt him. You could tell. Um, Bale coming over to him was critical. The guys, can, dude, they, again, Anybody being mean to him? Anybody being negative among our team? No, support, essential support. That's what they were doing. Um, it was the right thing to do. He's had a great year. And an exhibition missed PK shouldn't be anything that should be lasting. Short memories on this one. Move on. That's for sure. Uh, Ox coming in late out in Wichita. Uh, uh, Papa Ox is actually visiting him right now. As you see right here, he's going to be heading back soon. So we'll see him at a game very soon, Papa Ox. So safe travels to Papa Ox. All love to Ox and the family as well. I'm hoping everybody's okay. But yes, Papa Ox, safe travels, man. We got to see you back at the viewing parties, man. Right, right, right. And in the north end. So good. Uh, Bermuda says, I heard a broadcaster on Te Ude Ene 
uh, during the game yesterday say they said Steve said he wants to keep Brian. He's his guy. So vote of confidence. Bam, you know that dangerous vote of confidence, right? Just because it's vote of confidence in the media doesn't mean it's vote of confidence in the dressing room. That's definitely for sure. Um, or, but that being or said, the though, boardroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that being said, though, remember, football is a business. Someone comes with the right money, they're going to go. But it needs to be the right money. I've always found vote of confidence statements by coaches, GMs, the kiss of death. Um, how many times have you seen, oh, yeah, we trust in our coach, and then the next day they fire him? Like, <laughs> or, yeah, he's a great young player, which means he's a great young player we can make money off of. He trusts him. He's for him. But, again, everyone, if it's the right price, it's the right price. So sounds like he's staying, though. Honestly, it does. In my, I'm, I'm thinking he's staying. I'm not even thinking it's going to happen. That'd be my prediction. Uh, Mark says McCarthy seems so chaotic during penalties. Loved it since it was meaningless. It was so meaningless that I, this cracked me up. Did you see his notes? He made notes for PKs. He put it on the left side of goal. Everybody noticed that. But the dude had notes, man. He took it darn serious. Um, and in fact, he got into a little scrap with the goalkeeper of the other team, I think because of the that note situation. So you saw that early on. He was taking it super serious, man. Um, yeah, McCarthy in the first half was a little shaky, but then he found himself as time played along, and he was essential in the second half for keeping us in this game. So, again, he's not getting minutes right now, so that's the hard thing. But as you can see, that's why he's our number two, man. Like, he he legit, if Max goes down for anything, we're we're good with McCarthy, right? He's a good, solid backup. Of course, we want Max healthy and, and doing his thing because he's Max. But we don't need to go into panic mode, man. McCarthy, he can backstop real, really well for us. So I felt good seeing what he did out there as the game progressed. Again, he just needs minutes. Maybe we can see him cycle in a little bit more to keep him fresh. But, uh, yeah, good on him. Oh, beast. He brought him up. I wasn't going to. I was going to be nice tonight, but fine. Uh, to be honest, when Jennings had that smirk, I thought he would miss his PK. His PK was solid. His PK was solid. Um, I'm probably going to get called out for Tony on this one. Um, I wasn't so confident when he came up for his PK either. Right, Tony? I wasn't confident. He's, again, it was one of the weird, why is it going to be? Him taking the PK. It was a very weird PK lineup, to be honest. Um, yeah, like, because it's like, I understand Bale shooting last, but Vela in the middle, which was very odd. Usually, I would think he would be, he usually would have been the last one, but with Bale, he's as a perfect like, scorer. It was, you know, odd. But yeah, it was like a, like I said, the lineup was just very odd you know, overall. I mean, they had Ilya taking it as well, so he's the voice of experience for this team. Um, yeah, Jennings was the guy like, what? And all I can figure in that is he had a bit of a dog of a game. Um, it wasn't good on him for the day. He had a rough time out there, um, which is sad. You know, could it be rust? I don't know. But he wasn't at the same speed as everybody else on the day, which was really hard to see because we know Jennings has the potential. It's just, again, how much has he been with his lineup? I think that's a big problem for him. Um, so maybe it could have been the thing where Dolo looked at it and, and he looked at it like he wanted some redemption by getting out there, you know, like he just wanted to end on a good note and he took the risk. You got to realize penalties. These guys are volunteering for it. Like they, they, 
They want it. Um, and he wanted it. So good on him for doing it. A good way to end the night because the night otherwise was tough for him. Um, so at least he has something to hang his hat on. That That's for sure. Uh, Bam, your, your take on that for Jennings? Uh, f- first thing was, wait, what? Who's taking the penalty? Um, but yeah. look, he, he hit, hit it hard. He hit it fast. He did what he had to do. Um, besides that, I can't really fault the lineup for the penalty. But, you know, would have been interested to see MacArthur take, take a penalty. Why not? It's a friendly. Give him up there. Give him a goal. Right. Now he goes back to Vegas, puts another one away, gets more confident. Maybe he comes back again. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, Magic. Araceli's on there, too. Uh, it says, Ox, we're living in the future. Happy Friday. Because, yes, they're both out that way. Midwest. There it is. Uh, Marcel Soto, my former assistant coach. Always my assistant coach, man. Cool stuff. Uh, yeah, he had notes. Loved it. Right, right. Uh, Mark Lopez, Vin Scully, Memorial at our next home match. If there's not, there's something wrong. And if you're Angelino, man, I don't care what baseball team you root for. If you love baseball, if you're an Angelino, man, I mean, this guy, you have to. He you transcends, have to. He transcends mm-hmm. baseball. Oh, like, again, like, as I'll put it out there, and you guys can all judge me as I say this, as I'm a, as I'm a Yankee fan. I understand what Vince Scully is, not just to the Dodgers and not to Los Angeles, but to the baseball community overall. Like it's, it's. We knew he was on. We knew he was going to leave us eventually, but we were. It's never. We just never. We just weren't ready for it. Like you know what I mean. It's the closest thing I had to this that I can share. That I can share is when we when we when the Lakers lost Chikern. A lot while ago is just like that's the voice of the Lakers and again legend in broadcasting world for basketball and it's this is the same thing it's like a legend in broadcast history and I honestly hope to see him in the their circle there like in Dodger Stadium like a statue or anything for him. I mean, we will definitely if we don't again that would be strange. Um, I will say that SoFi did it very well last night. They did a they did a they they did a moment for him in both matches. Um and that was the appropriate thing to do, knowing how people were coming and going for the games. Um it's hard, man. It's hard. Um on the way home from the game last night, late, late, late. Uh it was about twelve thirty at night while I'm driving. All the buildings, the big uh you know, like City Hall, they're all blue, lit up in blue. And probably the most disconcerting thing I saw, and actually fully appropriate, was Dodger Stadium was lit up as if they were playing a game. And I thought that was probably the most appropriate thing I could have seen on the night to see that that at 12.30 at night, we know baseball doesn't happen then, um, and the boys are in San Francisco, that they left the lights on for them. And I thought that was as appropriate as it gets. And... The next homestand for the Dodgers is going to be really tough. Um, and for a lot of us, it's just going to be tough um, because, yes, he lived a life a life well lived, um, but he was somebody that we're never ready to see to see go. And uh, you know, it's love from this city. That's essential. That's yeah, the essential. Gi- so like yeah, the Giants did like a uh, like 
like after the after the Dodgers beat the Giants, like after the game, they did a tribute to Vince Scully. Again, a rival of the Dodgers even knew what to do in the moment because again, it, he he transcends like transcends rivalries and it's he's baseball, more, like a oh, baseball. He, he grew up a Giants fan, and then got a job with the Brooklyn Dodgers. And so there's a connection from his boyhood there. Also, his last game ever called was with San Francisco or at their, you know, at their stadium. So their, their actual box is the Vin Scully box. Like it's named after him too, in memory of him. So uh, you, you, you can be rivals, but it's rivals in sport and uh, humanity needs to win the day. That is essential. And, and the beautiful thing I think about baseball is, is you see that. You see the crossover, you know, it's a good thing. So for Vin um, and all of us, you know, rest in peace. Uh, you will be missed. Um, you will always be loved by us, the, uh, your Angelino faithful um, and uh, never forgotten. That's, that's for sure. That's for sure. So Mark, thanks for bringing it up, man. Uh, really good for bringing it up, dude, for doing that. Um, anything else you guys would like to add before we move on to the next? Okay. Uh, blink, uh, risk 124. This is Sifu's penny was wheeled. Yeah, it was a weird shank. I, it wasn't, it didn't make sense, but fatigue. I, I don't know. I can't, I can't explain that one away because it was really out there. All right, guys. Good stuff on the comments. We're going to move this into community news. Tony, you're on, sir. Um, so as you know, we have an away match that will, will break down in the coming moments. But uh, so there will be a lot of watch parties moving on, moving forward. Again, most of them have been posted. There's a couple one I am waiting for to see what they'll post. And again, I'll do it game day um, when it happens. So again, we'll start off with Empire Boys will be at Rowdy's as always. Again, beautiful spot, as Joseph says. Great outdoor. Great, yeah, like I said, great beer, great door. So it's they'll be there. Um, D9U will be at their clubhouse at uh, L, uh, 11466 Chandler Boulevard. Luckies and Quervos are doing a joint watch party at Underdogs at uh, 156 South Brand Boulevard. Expos will be will be back at Distro Catron at 1837 First Street. Uh, and that's about it. Oh, I'm sorry, not about it. The last one is LAFC and Black Army will be having a watch party as well at SP Sports Bar, and it will kind of it's kind of their final farewell because they will no longer be at that spot. They do have a new spot that they're looking for, and I can't wait to go to that one. But we are sending off with a giant LAFC go give it go away. Out with a bang. There we go. Um, and hoping for a good new chapter for everyone involved with, with, with the bar. Good people, LAFC supporters, season ticket holders, um, part of the family, man. That's for sure. So, again, we hope they land on their feet after this move. Uh, we know they will. Um, hopefully we follow with them and it all works out perfectly. That is the plan, of course. So, again. Go out there. Have a good time. It's the official LAFC watch party, right? You said that, Tony? Um, so, yeah, the truck will be there. Some other activations, of course. So, yeah, go out there. 
any of the places are great to visit. Great to see if you're in the IE going to Rowdy's is cool. The people who own Rowdy's are soccer people there. They are, they're about it. So, uh, yeah, uh, go for it. I know, I know, uh, Fury has been there for events too. So I can tell you it's very soccer friendly. All right, moving on to the black and gold vinyl club minute. We selected two one because yeah, there was a funny song that popped up on the radio as we were leaving SoFi, and it was like, well, that's appropriate. Not quite appropriate for the kids to listen to. I'll just throw that out there. But for my youth, it was appropriate at the time and hilarious, too. Um, first one, <laughs> Bloodhound Gang. Y'all know Bloodhound Gang. Song, Fire, Water, Burn. Just reminded me of seeing that smoke bomb go off and all the madness. It just, you know the lyrics already, man. So it just seemed fully appropriate for the League's Cup match. So, yeah, had a good time with that. Um, I can think of a few other things that need to burn Philly. Uh, not not our Philly we love, but the union. Uh, <laughs> stuff they've said. Hopefully we get those guys in the playoffs, man. Like, that would be a fine way to vanquish the comments they've said. Um, so, yeah, Bloodhound Gang, toss it to them, toss them at SoFi uh, and that craziness. The actual album of the week based off of our last uh, league opponent, which was Seattle. I went with a standard in Seattle, right? Pearl Jam. You're like, really? Pearl Jam? You're like, great. What standard album is he going to go with this time? Actually going with Yield. Came out in 1998. Why? Because there's some songs that kind of fit our vibe too. Uh, Do the Evolution. Yes, one of the craziest music videos you will ever see. Slightly disturbing. Uh, Cartoon. Really super cool though. But we're evolving in this sport. We're evolving MLS by pushing the envelope. So I think that fits. Given uh, what given to fly. Yeah, that makes sense too. And of course, wish list uh, essential songs on that album. So that is my choice. I know I went 90s again, people. I promise you I'll hit a different decade next week. Double 90s, man. What's up with that? So yes, we'll hit some other decades next week. That's for sure. Especially playing against who again? Salt Lake. We'll find something for certain. Uh, all right, comments, sir. I Bam's kind of laughing at the choices, so throw it out there, man. Go for it. No, it's all good. We, we all love the um, the 90s. Is there all the music these days isn't up to speed with the 90s, so it's I'm happy with it. Yeah, it's popular again. And Bam lost, dude. Tesla failed Bam. Did you see that? Tesla yeah. failed Bam. I'm kidding. I'm so kidding. Tesla, um, no, he he's clearly there's some power stuff going on at his place so uh if we get him back we will we'll keep moving forward which would be the rsl preview yeah just when the man likes to jump into the mix so uh this is what i'm gonna do tony you're ready to go with your uh who's standing out the good the bad and the ugly correct uh yeah pretty much all right let's go with yours first and then we'll throw to bam on an actual run of form for the team so the oh wait there he's back I'm back. Like magic. Was... <laughs> yeah. I don't All know right. what's going on with so, today. <laughs> we're previewing RSL. It, of course, was your turn. We're going to let Tony go with the uh, <laughs> with the good, the bad, and the ugly, and then we'll we'll go into form with you, okay? Mm-hmm. Got it? Sounds right to me. Sounds right to me. Do it live. All right. Go for it, Tony. So the good, bad, the ugly, honestly, with them, they are a uh, middle-of-the-table uh, team and for the playoffs, and they have middle-of-the-table stats as – they're ranked 15th in goal score per match, ranked 16th in shots on target per match, and have and they have scored 
but the, the the ugly part is literally they have scored eight goals in their last five matches. So you can see the average about like 1. 1.5, 1.5, about like in math. Can't do the math at the moment, but they're doing really well. Again, the other great thing with them that's kind of bad for us is they got Moose. So um, as you know, Moose is a very, well, can can find the spot when he needs to and is a really good gold scorer. So we have to watch out for him. But then again, we play against him, so we should be doing well. And we have a pretty decent history going to RSL too. So you got to throw that out as the good as well. We have oh, yeah. History. Yeah. So yeah, in terms of run of form, let's throw it up to Bam. How have they been for their last five matches? Last five matches, um, horrendous to say the least. Um, <laughs> that, they've had one win, which is a 3 0 win over Sporting KC, which is Sporting KC. Yay. Um, They've had a 2-1 loss away to Salt Lake, a 1-0 home loss to Dallas, and a 2-2 draw against Colorado, and their last game was a 2-2 draw against um, the Quakes. The 2-1 loss was against Atlanta, right? Yes. Okay. I was like, wait, RSL, RSL. Uh, Yeah, that was Atlanta at home, which, dude, Atlanta is like a disaster right now. And if you lose to those guys, even in that that weird house that they're in, that don't look good. Uh, Not at all. And and what's interesting is every time they play a team that's actually threatening to make the playoffs, do they get any results? Um, They got a draw against Colorado, uh, 2-2 draw against Colorado. They obviously lost, like, their biggest game, I would say, is a 1-0 loss to Dallas at home. Dallas are a good side. I'll give props to Dallas. So losing 1-0 to Dallas, I'll, I'll give them props there. But other than that, uh, as we're going to get into, their last game was a 2-2 draw against San Jose, away to San Jose. So very much a, a team that doesn't know itself yet. I mean, just super inconsistent right now, right? I mean, that's the story of the year. Um yeah, really crazy. But yeah, playing top teams, they don't get results. So nice. having us come to town, I don't think Moose is gonna save them. Let's be real. Uh, but wow, uh, yeah, this is a team that I'm not gonna call it a trap, but you gotta take these three points. There's there's no exactly. way around it. Exactly, right? exactly. Like the quick highlights from their last game against the Quakes. Uh, Quakes got a pen in the twelfth minute. Um, RSL equalized in the twenty first minute. Um, Quakes took the lead again in the 52nd minute, and then it was a 95th minute equalizer from Savarino, who ended up getting a yellow card for taking his shirt off in in celebration of scoring that goal. So they they left it too late to get the equalizer in that. Um, they only had 37.9% possession. They had two corners. Um, not only that, though. RS, uh, the Quakes were down to 10 men during that game, too. They couldn't get across the line. Hmm. Hmm. Says something. All right. So, on our end, we need to just be ruthless, right? I mean, I think that's the, the takeaway is this is a team that we can beat, we should beat, execute. <laughs> Simple. Exactly. Do the job. Exactly. And don't take them easy because they can still score goals. We can see that. They can burn you. Defense is suspect, but they can really burn you. So 
good on good on that. So we see their form now. Um, who's in and who's out for them? Uh, do they have any major injuries or suspensions going into this one? Um, no suspensions. Um, going by the what's out there at the moment, they've got which hasn't been updated yet, but they got Krolich and Bobby Wood out, and Schmidt as questionable going from the last game. And looking at that, you're also going by Alf out last game, Moose might be out for them too because he was injured last game. Right. Because honestly, uh, you don't expect him to play. You just don't. So there's that. Um, All right. So looking at the lineup, they play two different systems depending on who their opponent is. At least that's what I've seen so far. Um, I think the last match was a a 4-4-2. Yeah, and then before yeah. that was uh, the last two matches before that was a four-two-three-one. Right. Um, looking though at lineup differences, it's not a whole bit a whole big difference as to who's out there. I'm going to predict. You're probably going to agree. Probably the four-two-three-one is their legit option because of what we do. Um, do you think they're even bother with four-four-two, or they're going to clog things for us? They're going to clog things for us. They're going to do what every team's going to try and do for the rest of the year, which is clog our midfield. So four two three one is what they're going to do. There it is. Now McMath is in goal. Uh, that's the guy. Um, some other dude that like to kick balls in the stands gets to play with the academy now. So we don't need to talk about him no more. Um, Silva and Glad are the center backs. Seems most games. Pereira at right back. Brody at left back. Seems pretty standard. No shocks there. Um, boy, that's a fun name. Uh, Le with umlauts yep. and everything. Uh, I think I said it right. Uh, he'll be your defensive midfielder next to either Ruiz or Bessler, right? Is that what Pretty you're much. seeing, too? Yeah, I'm gonna well, predict Ruiz since it's a 4 2 3 1. Yeah, Bessler only came in when it was a 4 4 2. The two games before that, he wasn't in the starting, so I'd say Ruiz as well. Okay, right mid Chang, left me, uh, left wing, left mid Miram. I don't think we're shocked by that. Uh, central attacking mid would be Savarino, and up top Cordova. Now in the four four two, Cordova and Savarino sit up top. So the lineup's pretty standard, pretty predictable, unless they do something special and Moose miraculously recovers and is ready to go and do what he does. They ain't happening. Um, it looks pretty standard. Uh, looking at some other names, potential guys that could get minutes uh, in both games. Looks like Diego Luna gets his moment in defensive mid for for Jasper. I'm gonna say because it it's fun. Lofelison. I tried. I tried again. Um, Scott Caldwell could come in. Anderson Julio could come out on wing. I can't expect that substitution. It's it's standard for them too. Um, yeah, Julio and Luna seem to be like your go-to options off the bench. Yeah. Ah, it's 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 wild to see how common this substitution is. But we do that with our guys too. So those are the guys to expect to come in. I would say that that Julio is a threat, but his finishing is a little suspect, but he can still break you down. Um Luna, yeah, he, he shuts things down. So decent subs for them, but that's kind of what to expect from them. Um, expect counterplay from them, picking and choosing moments to try to hit a long ball to the corners. That's that's what I expect. It's going to be a slow buildup from them. 
probably not looking at the possession stats they've had this year. They don't do that with anybody. Um, and so, yeah, expect expect the the hit and the hope moments and the, and the quick counters for the outside wings. Uh, they're going to live and die on that. Um, and so if we can pin them back and prevent guys from overlapping at times, put our own, our, our own situation and, and keep pressing, this should be a win for us. Uh, if we play our game, this falls into our lap. So we just have to do the job. I don't think there's any other way to see that. Um, any take from you, sir, otherwise? For me, this is a game where we've got to run it up. Get that goal difference, just run up the scores. You know, I don't I don't want that one nil, two nil, you know, you just gotta I know what Tony's gonna to get. Um we, we need to get that five, five nil, six nil. Let's let's break the league record for most games and most goals in the game, but definitely run it up. I fear that conversation, sir. And he says run it up because he was at Call of Duty. Uh right watching the thieves play uh <laughs> run it up i would love to run it up i would love to get a shutout that would be nice as well <laughs> keep that defense going um again i just want to take a win i want our guys to remain healthy just keep moving man no drama get the heck out of there get the three points do the job maybe uh maybe for once am i asking too much for this to see vela bail and Chicho on the field at the same time. Am I asking yes. too much? Yes. I am. I know. I would love to see it, though, because I love the play between Chicho and Bale. There's something there. We've already seen it. There's a spark there, man. I know Vela and Bale play the same role pretty much. And so, I, you know, the move around is there. But it would be really nice to see those three on the field at the same time at some point this season. Asking for a north end, you know. Um, just saying, just saying, it's not asking too much. All right, cool. Um, all right, uh, looking at our team, so let's talk about them as I beg for the lineup to be what it is. Uh, who do you think is is starting in this game? I mean, we saw the the midweek match where guys were getting getting more minutes than I think we expected at times. Um, is this a shuffle type of match where unexpected names get out on the lineup? Um, I don't see so. I think um, obviously Max is in goal. I think we all agree with that. Um, I'm. I want to see Fall start in the back line again, but with that tackle he did that was red card and taken down, and having uh, Victor Riveras as the ref for this game as well, we've got that ref coming in for this game as well. I don't want. How do I say? I don't want the ref that made a mistake with a red card pull out a red card cheaply this time around either. So I'm going to say falls on the bench again. And it's probably Kevin Stott on the video review because that's just how things work in MLS these days. Um, and no. I find it very interesting. Oh, somebody different this time? Yeah, it's Ismail Elfa. Oh, uh, he's not a big fan of us either. No. There's been some things in our house related to him. Um, we don't get good games out of that guy, and he's a VAR guy. I worry a little. Uh, definitely fall. Yeah, I see. It would be a very different outcome, I think. Um, yeah, it is interesting that the ref that gets you on Wednesday gets you on the weekend, too. Uh, the familiarity there is a little bit... Uh, I don't know if that's disconcerting, but he knows what we're about. That's for sure. 
Um, we'll see what happens with Salt Lake. But uh, again, it's our story. It's how we handle things. All right. Uh, big question. Who's the right back for this game? I'll go to Tony first. Got to get you in this mix, man. Who do you think we're going to have a right back? I'm trying to remember. I think, again, Escobar or Hollingshead, interchangeable. So I believe Hollingshead, since Escobar, I believe, started last the mid-friendly. So I'm going to say Hollingshead with Escobar getting something later in. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, Escobar played pretty much the entire match, and they split time between Chicho and Hollingshead for this one, so there's that. Uh, center back pairing? Uh, Chiellini and Murillo. I don't see a, a change in it, really. Well, And obviously, Chicho at left back, right? I mean, there's a shocker. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, Chiki. Oh, sorry, Chiki. <laughs> I was like, Chicho has a new position. There you go. I found a new position. That's what huh? I do for... Supporting all night and no, sitting next to a flare and firework. Um, no, I just realized something. Maybe Kilini doesn't start because it is a first travel away kit, a travel away, not far, but far enough that maybe he's a good field, with, though. Yeah, I know. But conditions again, maybe, but well, I will say this Eddie played good, Eddie's mm -hmm. ready, Eddie is very ready, he needs minutes. It could make sense he shuffles into this one. That would be a legitimate move um, to save some legs. And he needs to play. And again, he looks good every time we see him right now. So why not? Why not? I don't see a hard drop off with this guy. He looks, he's looking like Eddie, man. Like, really, he is. So that would make sense, dude, um, if that happened. Uh, Bam, your predictions at center back? Center back? Um... I'm going to say Ibiaga, Eddie. Ooh, okay. Get a new pairing in center back. I'm going to give, because of the own goal bomb really, I think he might get benched for, for a game um, and just bring in a new, new pairing in the back. They got a lot of miles, man. Seriously. Um, I would say, though, that having Chiellini take, I mean, he, he's talking about guacamole, man. I mean, right? I, he wasn't the busiest on the day on Wednesday, so, I mean, minutes would be expected from him. But um, I'm kind of hoping for Segura, man. I just – it warms the heart to see him back on the field. So I'd be with you on that. Um, him and Mario, though, have always been a killer pair, so I'm okay if that happens again. I'm not benching Mario. I, I And I think our team's the type of team where if you make a mistake, they want you to redeem yourself as soon as possible. Um, and just get the mindset from our side. So let's have it for old time's sakes, a Segura Mario show. And then you're being ringing Chiellini later on to, to shut things down as he does best. Midfield's a big story. Um, all-star game is coming up. Does Ilya get the start for this? Or are they going to arrest him and get him a chance to be fresh for that? Um, I'll throw it to you, Bam. Ilya in the middle. Um. No, because I'm going to say Acosta had the week off with a red card, so I'm going to say Acosta comes back. Okay. So I'm going to go Sifu, Acosta, and Blessing. Ooh, interesting. I mean, Acosta actually plays really well in that role, though. He drops back well. So that could happen. 
And it's a good shuffle of the lineup, right? Keep the guys fresh. Good on you. Tony, your thoughts for the mid? Just the same with Bam. There's, I agree with him. It's just like the same thing. Keep him fresh. And again, I don't, as much as it was cool for the mid, the midweek game, I just don't understand this. I don't understand it. But yeah. It's good for us supporters. I'll take that. Oh, yeah. For us, yeah. <laughs> on the field, not so great. <laughs> yeah. On the field, not so great. For us, yes. 100%. We'll show up and, you know, sh- give you a showcase. But it's, again, it was a meaningless game with not even cool. That, it was like, a, again, it was SoFi's test run to see if they can do a quote unquote football match. But yeah. it is what it is. It mm-hmm. is what it is. Um, all right, then. Um, I'll throw it out there. I still think Ilya starts. I just do. Um, I'd expect the best of the best out there for this one because they want to secure three points. Um, and Acosta's rested. Um, so I think the three to expect. Unless Sifuentes gets a rest for blessing. I could see that happening. Possibly. But, again... The short memory mindset, get a guy back on the field, do what he needs to do, get his mind to the next stage is a kind of a deal with our team, um, which makes me think Sifu. So I'll say we go with our top three. Frontline, that's a bigger story. Who gets it this week? Who doesn't? Who's clearly earned it? Uh, I'll go to you. Bam, you can start this one. Your predictions? All right. I'm going to go Vela. Chicho, Trejo. What? Okay. Hey, we both went, what? Okay. All right. Why? He's been doing great things in, um, and I honestly think a poker needs a little bit of a break. And with Moose not there, I reckon we're going to bring in Trejo. That's some legs. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, Tony? I don't change the lineup unless Bale starts, but Vela, Chicho, and Opoku, because again, Opoku's pretty young. He's still like a kid, so he can do this turnaround very easily. I do see Treo coming to the game since Moose is gone until we officially announce, unofficially, officially announce our new player. It when if and when we get him, I'm not saying if or if we again, it's up in the air. There's a box, so we don't know. It could for all we know, it could be Isco. It did say international, <laughs> but Hold their minds, man, exactly. <laughs> well, under investigation, anywho. Um, but I I don't see the lineup changing again. It's again, he Opoku's still young, young, and if he was of older Vela, then maybe, but yeah. I'm going to say it ain't going to be Bale. He doesn't have the minutes in him yet. Um, Apoku's the hot hand. He's scoring goals. You reward that. He has to play. Vela wants the minutes, too. You could tell the hunger's there. And Arango, like, how do you not play the man? He's kind of the story up there. So that's my take on it. Trejo definitely, I think, will come in as a sub. Um, It's going to make me mad again because the three aren't going to be together because I can never have this moment. But if we do that, do Vela for Trejo this time, right? So Chicho can play a little bit 
off of Bale because if you saw the passes Bale were po- was popping in the game, even against Club America, that dude can distribute like the best of them. And if Chicho's on his game, he's going to set him up, man. I guarantee if they're both out there at the same time, he's setting Chicho up. He's got to return the favor for Kansas City. So, yes, find a way to get him together, people. That's all I'm going to say on that. All right. So we got our potential 11s out there. We see what this game is. We see execution is going to be the story. I see a couple of you have some final comments, so I'm going to throw that back out to you guys um, and see what you have to say. So do that, do that, do that. Let's see some final comments from all of you. That's right. Here we go. Um, spam bots. Yeah, they love us. We must be getting popular. I don't know, but it's happening. Um, so that's what we had. Sheesh. Okay. Uh, Edgar Corral, thanks for calling out the spam, sir. Give you credit there. All good. Uh, Jonathan, he says, good luck trying to clog the midfield against us with Giorgio out there out there now he'll pass right through all of your players dude his distribution is sick man really is what does he not do that we don't love people like seriously i I, this is one of the coolest signings we've ever had uh without a doubt we know this um for the cheap too and he's happy so yeah if he does play he'll have a lot of fun we'll see what happens though we'll definitely see what happens we're probably all wrong and it's him but you know there's that uh christopher gomez he did throw out there bills passes were insane i felt real bad for him man because there was a couple that that he sends jennings and just jennings just doesn't doesn't read it um and it doesn't happen but you're like man if that was chicho you know what happens right now right we're all losing our minds and probably more roman candles are getting us banned um <laughs> it didn't happen but uh yeah bale's distribution is is fun to watch I'm loving that part. And if they have two guys that are deadly on the passes out there that can also finish from anywhere on the field, this is going to be fun, man. It's going to be real fun, especially when Bale's at full 90 fitness. And it's going to be a blast. Because, again, guys, he's still working up to fitness um, and still doing what he does. Uh, oh, Christopher, yes. If that was Moose, would that have been the most beautiful send-off if that was Moose? Couldn't they announce it a day later? um and have that proper send off but we didn't we didn't get that but uh yeah uh i will miss moose i know y'all will too good guy man wishing nothing but the best cool guys thank you for the comments dig it of course that brings us towards the end of the show here in the final comments of the day i know guys we got there um beyond thankful for all of you especially those up late tonight after being up late last night at the game going crazy like all of us i know we're nuts but that's how it goes um i'm gonna throw it to tony first so he can go to bed uh tony (laughs) final comments of the day sir i'm so tired i apologize if i feel like my energy wasn't at the highest again i was at the call of duty chance this morning and they've had technical difficulty so that is why i was late to the pod because i was at the gillen centers right up until nine o'clock um let's go out there be safe when you go to the wash parties drink responsibly have fun shout your eyes out drink tea because i need to drink tea because my voice is going to be shot after this after yesterday and today 
So, um, oh yeah, shout out to, I forgot his name. He's on one of the expos I saw at the uh, Call of Duty event. And it was kind of hilarious. He's like, oh, hey, Tony from BA, right? I was like, I was like, huh? And it was weird to see someone recognize me from outside when I'm not in any gear at all. Just kind of normal street clothes. So shout out to them. And I'll be there this whole weekend. So if you guys are out there, we can get tickets to it. Come say hi. Let's chat and watch some Call of Duty. And nice. Nice. Cool, man. Bam. Um, to all those who went to the game yesterday, I hope you all got home safe. Um, glad to see there was nothing major reported on the news and all that kind of stuff. Um, for those going to watch parties this weekend, be safe, look after each other, don't drink and drive, carpool if you have to. Um, you know, there's Ubers, there's other ways to get around, or just not drink for the weekend. Have a weekend of non drinking, have some water, have some soft drink, just relax, enjoy yourselves. Um, as an Australian who didn't grow up with baseball but fell in love with baseball, um, condolences to Vince Kelly's family, family and all that. Um, as a Giants fan, he, as we said earlier, he transcended baseball. He was the voice of baseball. He was the baseball version of um, in Australia would be um, oh, Les Murray for soccer here in Australia. Les Murray was the voice of soccer for so many years. And when he passed away, it was the soccer community just hurt. Um, Ox, welcome to Friday. It's been a good few hours. Um, other than that, guys, just have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves this weekend. And we'll see you all next episode. Love it, man. Uh, hey, and the world loves designated drivers. So I'll, I'll, I'll double down on what Bam just said about drinking the water. Right. Not getting the not getting the booze, the alcohol and being that guy. Right. Being the hero, making sure things are where they need to be. So uh, good on all of you guys, because there are a lot of you that are the designated drivers. Uh, you all are you're all on top, man. Good stuff on you for doing that. And I hope the bar treats you well as well, because I know there's programs for that, too. Um, for the rest of us. Yes. Be careful. Have fun at the watch party, but don't be the guy that has too much fun. OK. Um, Go out there and have a good time with everybody, but not that good. Um, to all the rest who are traveling to RSL, because there's a bunch of us doing that too, because it's just the LAFC kind of thing. Have a great time up there. Be safe. Be smart. Um, and enjoy it, man. It's 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 beautiful views up there. Not a whole lot to do, but it, it's it's still it's nice. The stadium's nice. Uh, they'll give you a good section. Been there a few times. Uh, but yeah, go out there, go crazy. If your voices are still left from the midweek game and you're out there. Yeah. Good job being a road warrior. Keep that up too. So on you. Awesome. Um, for the rest of our fellow Angelinos again, definitely time to mourn, uh, the passing of in Scully, but let's remember him, you know, and, and remember those positive moments in our lives, listening to Vin. I remember as a little kid listening to Vin Scully, um, on the radio at the house and, I got a Dodger transistor radio one time at a Dodger game and sure enough, you know, I could hear Vin on the transistor radio. Um, they're like transistor radios. I know they used to give those away at baseball games, guys. Crazy. Um, yeah. You know, uh, hearing Vin Scully, that's just what you do growing up here. It, he's, he's always been kind of in the background, right? If you're not watching the game, you're still hearing him at times, right on the radio, wherever you're passing through. Um, 
yeah, we lost an essential voice in the city. So again, condolences to his family. Um, may he rest in peace. Um, and again, all love from our end. Tradition dictates the final word of the day. So I'm going to throw this to Tony so he can go to bed. Final word. Stay golden, y'all. And uh, Bam? Stay golden. And for me to all of you, stay golden, Los Angeles. listening to the heart of lafc make sure to leave us a rating and review on itunes or stitcher shoulder to shoulder the black and gold is taking over